Okay, welcome back to the All In Podcast. And today we've got a very special guest. We have uh, my best friend, friends for bloody years, Fast friends for Fion. Life. F- friends for Life. Round of applause. Fast Fion, Fast by much high request. To everyone who's watching. Wow. Hello, hello, Fast everyone. Oh, there she is. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so new to me. Pleasure to be here. <laughs> it's you, great to have you. Can you tell them a little bit about what you do and stuff? What do I do? Oh, yeah, my God. What do I do? Aside from existing, oh, okay, existential dread. Um, I am currently in America. I live in LA. I work for the company Team Liquid, which is a fairly well-known esports organization. Um, I work on the side of the League of Legends department, um, and I am co-managing the NALCS team as well as the Academy team. Oh, cool. And a streamer as well. Yeah. Do you want to plug that fast food? Are you here for the plug? Because if you are, it's all good. Go on, read out your username, letter by letter. It's that's okay. That's what I do. I do that. No, <laughs> my life in a nutshell. Oh, you, you asked for the introduction. That This is me. That's now, true. You know that's me. true. I have never actually listen. asked an introduction before. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is what our podcast is used for, huh? Plugs. But yes, I will. Uh, you can follow me on everything that is forward slash fast fee. That is F A S F F Y. That's two S's. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I've known, um, we've known each other for a long time. Fast fee. I actually, I actually knew her before we met, you know, like she was like the, it was like six years, seven years. I don't even know. Yeah, no, she was like, what, what date are you, because I've never put it down to a date really, but I would put it down to like a year maybe, and even that's a guess, it's just been kind of like, it's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't remember when we met, okay. <laughs> now we know who the better best friend is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, when was it? Um, oh, at a, at, at. At, oh, you really do be uh, stuttering. Uh, pa- you do because we don't care, it's... <laughs> Had some sort of pact, but I knew you beforehand anyway. Um, okay. Was it packs that we I don't, met? I, I thought we met at league events. Oh, okay, then maybe you know. And then, <laughs> then I don't. We, we met Lord at league Lord. events and then we started first doing stuff. I think the first time that I actually went to an event where it wasn't league was PAX. Oh, true. And you let me dress up in your costumes. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, wait, was that in New Zealand? I don't. We didn't go to New Zealand. What are you talking about? No. <laughs> no. That, was, that, was a, that was definitely at a league Man. event. All right. So this is a friendship with memory problems. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But no, I've known her for forever. We lived together for a while. And and she, then she left for America and now I'm permanently sad. But she'll come back. We'll, we'll convince her to come back, won't we, Craig? We'll Keep going back to America. Uh, it's my the job that keeps me a living adult is here. <laughs> Yeah, true. But is, is is that the reason why you left um, last time for the same job? Did you go um, no. like when you were? No. no. Okay. I actually right. left because I was in a relationship with somebody that I didn't know what would happen and I didn't feel like it was finished. We were, right. yeah, he was in America and I was in Australia and it just didn't feel like the relationship had taken course enough to really decide whether it was time to end it or not. And the only choice I had was to go to America. You left Australia for a relationship. Hmm. Yeah, oh, that's ballsy though. <laughs> that's ballsy. That's, ballsy. That's, that's one hell of a woman. Wow. That's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I've moved um, a few times for relationships and they've never worked out. So it's kind of, why do I keep doing it? <laughs> oh my goodness gracious me, Fast V. Um, oh, you have tea or coffee. 
I have a nice cup of coffee. I have a lovely cup I of coffee. Water. So what is it like working with um, eSports stars, Fasfi? Because I don't know if you know this about me, but when I was a boy, I wanted to be an eSports star. What's it like working with them? And do you think I could do it? Mm -hmm. I can see that because you're very good at, you're naturally good at games. You're Thank like you. a, you're just above the bar at, at an average without much effort. So I can see you definitely. Oh, there's like minimal effort the right there, Fast. I tell you <laughs> what, there's minimal effort. Yeah. Um, Do you think there's yeah. like a particular personality and stuff like that goes along with, like being an esports player? Like any behaviors? The quickest one I can think of is that they enjoy change. As much as it doesn't look like it, they enjoy change because these days right. the high level competition always have patches. They always have changes to the game. You. You basically are in a continuously changing environment of what works and what doesn't. You see, you see it best in Fortnite, really. That one was where the meta changed so much and so unpredictably. Like with League, you know it's coming. You know what's happening. Yeah. It's available on the, on the um, servers and stuff like that. But that you have yeah. to enjoy change, I guess. And as manager, do you do you go into those kind of meetings where they discuss meta changes and things like that? Do you have to be on the ball about what is happening in in game, or are you like specifically just managing the team and you could do it without understanding the game? You have to understand. Yeah, it. it's only so far that your organization and management skills will take you, and a lot of it comes down to um, also player respect. If they actually have an idea that you have zero knowledge of what it is that they do, then they're not going to have any interest in you either. And you don't have any way to connect oh. with them. And you have to be oh, able that's to go a good to point. somehow. Yeah. Like, cause a lot of them yeah. are young and they don't know anything else to do or to talk about. And I guess being a girl, it's quite more difficult than it would be for a guy manager, but you really got to be able to build some kind of a rapport with players. And even then sometimes it's a hit and a miss with me. Cause yeah, you just, you know, they're young and, yeah, this may be too um, personal, but would you say that you become friends or is it strictly kind of business as a manager? Because I've been managed before um, and some managers are more friendship based and some are more strictly work. I will do A, B and C for you. Um, do you think that would be different between, say, somebody who's doing uh, pro gaming and then someone who's doing streaming? Or do you think... It's always about friendship or do you think it's always about business? How do you feel? I think it depends on the professionalism on the player and the personality mm. of the player. The, the problem with being a manager these days with all of the influence and opportunities and whatever it is that's coming forward is, um, yeah, you have to be able to connect with the person to a degree. I feel right. like unless the person is like purely interested in just somebody doing work for them. Although I feel like... Yeah, I, I don't know, to be honest, because it's like each different professional player and different content creator are all their own different individual. There's no set book like job description for each different person. They're all their own business and everyone yeah. is personalized and unique. No two will ever be. The same. So being a manager, it, it honestly, like there is so many opportunities for so many different types out there. Like you've said that there there is. Like I don't, I don't know. What is it like for you guys? You guys are the content creators. Can, what, what do you prefer in a manager? I could totally to... imagine Cray as a pro player and being the most diva-ish personality to you, Fasfi, <laughs> if you were his manager. Yeah. Do you think I'd be a diva? You really? would. You would have yeah. certain specific foods you'd want at certain days and stuff, <laughs> and you'd need to be I woken did, up at a certain time. I did love um, <laughs> for the, for the audience when um, Fasfi was in in Australia. She um, lived with us. And Fasfi is like 
just a manager through and through. I swear to God, um, my if I could ever hire someone, I would definitely hire Fasfi because she was just like when I got sick, Fasfi just looked after me. It was it was crazy. Yeah, so I think I was very easy to look after when I was sick. Huh, Fas? Well, yeah, like there's there's different types of people, but like it makes it easier for managers if the person knows yeah. what they want. That's always easier. Which is me. I'm very uh, decisive. Wait, yeah. no, that's not a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, I'm decisive, Fruity. I'm, I want that. Where, where is he not decisive then? Give an example. Oh, what are you thinking of? Got, Why were you like, some. no? She's got some. I know she's Oh, just because I feel like, uh, you know what? I, it's not roast cray day. I will keep it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, when is? Can we have a national day? Oh, uh, it's every other day other than every. on podcast. <laughs> well, this one, this one. <laughs> on this one. Trying to fast be fruity. What yeah, are you doing? Know. What do you guys find is a good manager? What what do managers need as traits, in your opinion? You go uh, first, Fruity. Communication skills, dude. Having some experience with managers who don't know how to communicate is the worst thing ever. Because, <laughs> you mm. know, I like that is... Managers, that is strictly their job. Players have a lot, or, or like content creators have a lot going on that they need help with. So they've got this lot of focus. So it's, it is hard. It is easy for us to forget certain things, certain days, certain times. It is easy to forget because that is just a side thing of what we're doing. Like when we're making yeah. things. So when someone's not communicating or not given enough heads up, I hate that. And suddenly it's like, oh, it's right now. I'm like, oh, I don't remember that being a thing. I didn't get a heads up. That's my worst. That's yeah, you definitely have to have thick skin as a manager to True, like, yeah, balance the line yeah. between being thick skin. and annoying and knowing that you're doing your job. And, oh, yeah, because you, you just got to be finding annoying. Finding the balance between yeah, what like, you might be going through, what's going through in your life that might affect the way you're feeling. Like it's, there's no real set, like it's not a structured job. I think for me, um, you know, I know who my best manager was. I won't name names, but she was the best manager I ever had. And when I went to America... Um, I need someone who is very caring, I think, and cares about whether or not you do well or do badly. So when you get off stage, I need to be told I did a good job. I know that sounds like a bit like babyish, but I think everyone likes positive reinforcement. And when I'm positive reinforced versus negatively reinforced, if you say anything negative about a performance um, and it's not constructive or anything like that, and I don't think I've ever really had that, um, like someone say something uh, bad, but you know, a nice comment here or there, just someone who's kind, I think is what I'm trying to say in a more specific yeah. way. You know, I need, I need kindness from a manager. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and I think managers have a lot of control over m- more so than what they think. They have more control over how they make you feel about doing a sponsored stream or doing a, a sponsored thing. Mm-hmm. And a manager who doesn't get offended when I don't reply to them, um, which is what my first manager did very well. Um, like some managers, I think they take it as a personal insult. If I don't reply, it's not that I'm not replying to you. It's that I'm, I'm a streamer. I'm, I'm a YouTuber. I'm, I'm busy in my head 24 seven, you know, it's like mm-hmm. hard. Like if I reply to you, it means I care. You yeah. know, if I reply once, it means yeah. I, I'm You're a streamer, but if YouTuber I don't reply first and days, then dealing with sponsorship second, it's always. Yeah. Ex- yeah. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. So someone kind. Um, who, you know, after a sponsored stream might send you a message and be like, good work, Fruity. You know, that was really nice. <laughs> like, that's nice. That's really good, you know. 
Yeah. yeah but you could have the thickest yeah. skin because I could imagine like players are under way more stress than we'd be, Craig, for oh, yeah. sure. Because they, if oh, they 100%. lose, they would be like dealing with oh, a my. player who's just lost. I, you can't really – because you don't want to be consoled, I suppose, when you lost. It depends. Opponent. It depends on the player. Completely depends on the player. Like we recently lost, unfortunately. We didn't win the split. Um, mm. And there was one player who took it really, really difficultly and didn't even want to have anybody around them. And then there was three that were just chilling out, upset, and talk. they were just discussing the game. And then what, one of them just, like, left and went home. It just depends on the player. Like I said, mm. they're all their own individual, like, business that you would approach them. Even though they are a team and they all have to do the same same things, essentially. Um, yeah, they're all differently. Like, especially when it comes to flying. Like, recently with flying, some... Some are terrified of flying, but none of the team knows it. And anything around flying, they need a lot of help with. But the team doesn't know it, and there are only a handful of people who do and stuff like that. Like You're kind of like the secret just... keeper of, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know secret keeper. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she knows all the secrets. So your team is in. Tell us some secrets. Yeah, tell us some secrets, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you! Sorry, sorry. sorry what were you going to say? Are you going to get? You're going to make me lose my job. Oh my god! I want you to lose your job so you come back to Australia. Yes, it's a strategy. Gotcha. <laughs> then you can manage Cray. Yes. Oh my god! Do you have a position for me, Cray? He just needs I don't his life know if managed. You I, I need every. I do need like. And manage because I get managed from sponsorships, but I need like Fruity's right. I need my life managed. Like you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna have two days off, you know, a week, and then you're gonna stream five days. It's like I say I'll do that, but then Fruity knows you'll see me online every single day. Boom, 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 driving myself into the dirt. And then next time Fruity plays with me, she she answers the Discord call, and I'm like. Hey, Fruity. How yeah, are and you his tonight? voice is all like burnt out. <laughs> he's like, my voice is sore. I'm like, well, we didn't. Why'd you stream for eight hours on your day off? <laughs> <laughs> so, didn't you say you were having like a break? I'm like, yeah, but then. Why, like, why do I, I have to sound bored. like that, Cray? What do you. <laughs> oh my God. Like, where's a break? <laughs> She's clearly at her end with you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you, do you reckon you could manage me, Fast Feed? Do you reckon you could. Do that challenge, because I've heard Look, rumors that it's it's a challenge. I think I would. I think I'm very mm. confident in being able to manage people, and I'm very intuitive, Good. and I can like be very mindful of people and what they have going on. But obviously, I don't know 100. percent But it's also like not something you can put a one point thing to. Starting to think of the challenge, aren't you? You're starting to. <laughs> well, you, you went from like, yeah, it's like I'm a great manager, and now it's like, now it's like see, yeah, I'm already thinking really about the know. future. It's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. I'm already forecasting and predicting. You Which gotta, is what a manager would do. you got to predict, uh -huh. predict for the future with a bad thing. True. Very true. You've been doing no, I think I could. I'm, I'm fairly confident in myself and my management abilities. <laughs> I mean, it's all I've done for the past 10 something years or <laughs> yeah I was just about yeah, to true. ask you how long you've done it for <laughs> 10 years and I've, I've I don't know if it's part of it but it's not 100% 10 my first job wait what was your first jobs uh, university like paid, was a job, paid no. job. <laughs> ice cream store. I got paid at a noodle box for a while and then it I, was one I day so and you quit <laughs> yeah and then I left and by a while I mean it was actually two days uh I went there <laughs> It was, what was it? It was like $8.50 an hour. Um, and I went there twice. 
someone screamed in my face and I said, I'm never coming back to this ever again. No, I left. And then I went straight into uni, panicking, shitting myself, thinking like, oh my God, I need a job. You know, and then I went for an interview at Bunnings and they didn't give me the job and I, I cried. I was upset. <laughs> okay. And that's my, and then I became a streamer. Um, and look at me now, mom. Look at me now, dad. Nice. Fuck you, okay. dad. <laughs> okay, cool. Mine was, I, I basically, I had to get a job because I was living out at a home and my first job, I basically applied to a bunch of places and I got as a front desk receptionist. And then from that job... I was like, oh, this is cool. I was like all business-like and was excited. I bought business attire and whatever else. It was exciting. And um, I was like, I want to be a PA. Like that, I'm, I'm going to climb my career and start at the front desk and become a PA. And I guess now I'm just a PA to like 10 people. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 10 years, so I, I now juggle 10 different people. <laughs> so, well, you've gone up. Yeah. You've leveled up. Definitely. All the people you manage now. Definitely. Oh my God. How many teams have you managed throughout? Oh, well, actually, not too many. It'd be um, just before Tainted Minds. I managed, I didn't manage Avant, that's a lie. So I managed the team just before they they went into Tainted Minds, and then from Tainted Minds, I went to Team Liquid. It's only really like two. Wow. Two yeah. gaming teams. Have, do you enjoy your job, Fast? Like, do you like it? Do you like being a manager, honestly? Like, is it good? Is it bad? Is it medium? Is it middle? Is it awful? Like, would you recommend people get into it? I think that, that you know, the job is there. There's there's not that many managers for teams that you can get. So I think people will mm. enjoy it if they are working for it. It's probably going to be a very sought after job. I don't know if it's going to be one that's like as easy to get, so to speak. Mm. Um, especially since it's like the esports scene is like growing out of like the... Um, beginning stages of it it's becoming more professional and the position that i hold is one that is not necessarily needing to be an enthusiast like spot that the people are heavily involved in the actual game like because i actually don't play league and i haven't since like yeah. 2014 or 15 but i do have enough knowledge of it but yeah if if you like helping people it's it's a job for you but it's also a fine line I don't know whether it's just because it's the top end of the like the highest competition like possibility that you could be managing or not, but there's yeah. really not that much reward in it. So right. if it's a job, if you can get enough happiness out of helping people and not getting anything in return, sure, yeah, that's it's a job for you. You have to be very very selfless to be in the position that um, I'm in. I'm guess. Sorry. A thankless job. Is it a thankless yeah. job, Fess? Yeah. Mm. It's very much. Like, I was very lucky this this split um, and year with Broxa. He was a very, very thankful and caring person. But a lot of players, like I said, they're very new. All that they do is play a video game. They don't know really know have, like, good, like, personable skills with people. They just play yeah. games kind of thing. So you really have to love giving. It's a they're lot just of kind of there to, like, play their game and almost be left alone would you say like they just want to play yeah. or yeah especially yeah. your job is to make their life as easy as possible so that all they have more time to put into practice as mm. if they can spend every waking moment practicing and playing their video game to perfect their i guess skills that's that's the optimal you know you've done your job as a as a, a manager as someone who's worked in management with pro teams is there any advice you would give someone who wants to get into it 
Uh, I mean, it depends on what level they're getting into it at. If it's like from the very, very beginning, is just mm. start be the be the friend that organizes your friends that compete between even friends. Start yeah. leagues with yeah. yourself. Like the more skills that you, I guess, pick up by doing that, you would have to learn a lot. The more knowledge you can get, but yeah, and then work your way up because they now have collegiate lead, leagues and stuff like that too. And then you get the academy teams, and then you get the L- NALCS. But right. ev- every form of like professional video game out there, you can always start by learning your skills. Do do pro players watch other pro players in other games? Like, do they often get together and like might watch like a Call of Duty tournament, or is that more of a personal thing that you don't really see? But they all work. They they all play around the same office. Do you do you guys watch like you know other people? Do you do you yeah, talk to other teams from other? That's their personal time. I don't really know too much about that. A lot of yeah, like they're okay. Their their day to day schedule is literally they will play like a league league scrims from maybe twelve till seven thirty nonstop. Oh my god! With like, Kill me if I was that person. <laughs> Sorry, what? Nonstop. And and before that, they'll that. do like team meetings. Before they'll discuss what they want to practice and play. They'll have warm up and stretches, and then they'll have like a lunch, which the chef makes, and then they'll play nonstop until five or six. They'll play five games back to back each day, every day. And then on their Saturday and Sunday, they'll eat, they'll probably be competing. They get mm-hmm. one day off, and even that isn't really a day off because they they might have like sponsor commitment that on those days they these these professional players they work very very hard and they'd play they work yeah. very, so how, how many like hours do you think they'd play a day oh well see that's just um practice with the team so after that they'll still have sponsor commitments or um content commitments that they might need to do after scrims which will be like 7 30 and then they'll have to go home and still play at least one or two solo queue games at home what are these warm-ups it's- like what are these stretches you're talking like stretches of fingers or just stretches oh, in general. Yeah, so we'll do like um like not really on the floor yoga, but like standing stretches and like five it's really like five to ten minutes like before we get stuck into like meetings and practice. They'll they'll do that. Because you need to for sitting that long. Jesus Christ. But yeah, they'll have to like figure in their like toilet breaks and stuff in like pig band. <laughs> there might be a five <laughs> so to ten they minute sprint window. To the bathroom during that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they might there might be a ten minute window where they can have a snack between that and dinner. And then that's that's their day. Yeah, you've got to have like a certain personality. For, you have to have like an obsessive personality to be like the best you of do. the best. You know, you'd, you'd have to be like all about the game, a nonstop type thing. Couldn't imagine doing it myself. Just, Not for me. No, no. Yeah, but you guys do it similar, I would imagine. It's just you spread out all of your different tasks into different things. I reckon you guys, you guys would spend close to the same amount of time just in different things whereas them it's just like one game yeah time but like you know what i mean you'll have like emails you'll have like preparing for future streams you'll have yeah but spending that much time on one specific thing that's just oh i couldn't do it like when i was watching them play their finals it was about the same they they played maybe five something hours back to back of a hundred percent competition like everything matters not even a scrim where it's like oh we're just learning these new things like every single moment mattered they played five hours minimum of finals and i couldn't even watch the entire thing and everyone is very young, right? Yes, there's only a handful that are like a veteran status, so to speak. What what is even veterans? What's the age of veterans? <laughs> I'd say veterans like 25. What if, say, a 28 year old <clears throat> Marcus wanted to suddenly dedicate his life to a professional game? Do you think he should just give up? I mean, it depends on the type of game. Mm-hmm. If it's a team game, I like I don't know. It just depends on the type of game, and like it's not it's not not possible. 
right? Cubans are fascinating things that can do extraordinary things. I need you to say it's not possible. I need you to tell him that it is possible. There is a very, 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 very small chance. Go for it, Marcus. I I believe in you, bro. I think he's got it. The veterans of 25. Rocket Rocket League. Oh, God, no, No, it's not possible. (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) Fasfi. And, like, since, like, esports is a new thing that people don't really know, companies and stuff don't really know. I mean, it's not super new, but it's newer compared to traditional uh, sports and media. Um, So, like, what are the, like, pitfalls of that? Like, dealing with inexperienced people, dealing with people taking advantage of young players or young things like how much do you get to see of that what could you say about that i honestly i haven't had any experiences with this at all hmm. to america america is probably one of the well it's i only had experiences with that in australia unfortunately yeah in america yeah. i've it's fairly i've yeah i've not really seen or heard too much of it oh they take good care of their players, they do. okay, okay, that's good too. Well, the, the academy team will get paid. They, they're all put up here and with places to live. I, I think Team Liquid does it very well. I mean, yeah, so you, and one of the most well-known important. teams would. It's for Team sure. Liquid, but they do it. They take care of their stuff. Um, mm. But yeah, in Australia, it's it was very very heavily. I don't know how much it is now because it's been like three or f- three years. Since I've been in Australia or Australian esports, but it's it's very easy for younger people to get manipulated and taken advantage of because simply because the opportunities aren't there. There's no structure to esports in Australia, and it's like, well, if you're not going to take this, somebody else will. Yeah, a- a- as uh, like an Australian streamer, we hear so many rumors about like the Australian esports scene and how um. You know, new players get ripped off with deals, get ripped off with sponsorships and things like that. Um, so I guess that's that. That's good to hear that in America it's becoming well, it is legitimized. You know what I mean? Because I think that's what we all worry about in like this kind of like gaming sphere is that there's no legitimacy to what we're doing. Um, that's really cool that there is in a, in America. Yeah, and I think it is coming to Australia, but. You know, you'll be at a party or something like that and you'll hear, like, a rumour about, like, an Australian org or something like that, you know. They mm-hmm. spread, like, wild wildfire. I mean, but it would yeah. come with, like, being a content creator too, right? They, if you, unless you lower your price, you may not get opportunities or something. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm worth a lot, fast for you, okay? What are you I'm trying to say? <laughs> I haven't really had many sponsorship deals or anything like that, so. You guys got bounties, though, there in U.S., which is, I guess, oh, give me the bounties. I've only just started getting into bounties and losing my shame. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like it. I like it. Bounties is a thing on Twitch that, like, uh, for those who don't know, it's like, it's it's like a a company or something or brand is requesting a certain time, a certain amount of hours of doing something, and they'll pay you for how many viewers you have doing that. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So bounty is, like, you'll just have a section on your Twitch dashboard that, um, opportunities pop up there and if you are interested and you want to do it then you'll accept it and then they'll have terms that you have to meet to be able to receive the payout for it yeah that's that's basically it bloody awesome because yeah i can we don't have it here in australia um because these are mostly like american brands so you americans i mean we we have american audiences (laughs) yeah it doesn't make sense that part doesn't make sense to me but i've complained but (laughs) um (laughs) 
Yeah, no, I, I see. I hear a lot of people just not getting paid, but doing stuff and putting effort in for things, it's even still With to this day. No, no, or no, just just, like, just just in general, okay. just in general yeah. companies. And that there's a lot of websites actually that like kind of do the same thing that they'll try and like get deals that you can then apply for through their website. I was gonna ask before, like, if you were like a player in Australia, what's it? I mean, like, not now, COVID and stuff, but, like, what's the advantage of uh, going to America or, like, pursuing it there? Um, well, Australia isn't really, like, a recognized stage, so to speak. So even mm. though, like, you're winning your region, it's not kind of, like, internationally accredited. Yeah, it's just, like, there are major regions where... I guess this might just be applicable to league, but it's, like, it, it's seen as, like, a weaker region because it's a smaller region and it also doesn't have as much support. So even though you may be like a four-time champion in, in Oceania. Go, it's because there's never really like this distinguishable like way to tell which, like who's better because you're not versing the better regions. That's so a good point. I like, I think Australia would still be considered a wildcard region. So it's like, yeah, if they make it in, then that's their chance. Whoever makes it through, that's their chance to prove that they're actually really good. And aside from that, like, um, yeah, you just have to like dominate the region to kind of get a hope to get out of Oceania and be scouted by an international team. I guess with stuff, it's sounds Fortnite, hard. It's fine because we just have our own cups and stuff for Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even then, aren't they smaller prize pools? Yeah, smaller prize pools, but it's so it's pretty, it's kind of always like unless you're competing at the top top of the league with the bigger prize pools you're never really going to be yeah put if up you're relying on it yeah you have to win each time yeah. yeah i'd tried to move i'd try to move immediately i think if i was like tomorrow to decide that i wanted to be a pro player i'm coming to america or somewhere yeah, yeah like a lot of people do it they just mm. move to another region and see how high they can get in the ladder and if they can get recognized and if not then they go go home it's too much risk. I couldn't handle the risk. That's what I can't handle. Although streaming and YouTube is a risk in some ways. But what are some of the biggest like that? you guys think you've take, taken to get to where you are today? Not continuing university um, and out of nowhere with no job, deciding that I would become a full-time streamer and uh -huh. just committing to that. Yeah, there was literally one day in an ice cream, sh ice cream shop. I've told this story to Fruity a thousand times, but where I was just sitting there. And I just decided, man, I'm just going to do it and nothing will stop me. And if it fails, um, then my life is over. So it better succeed. And that's what I thought to myself. And I went after it. Those are the best moments. It's like, yeah, when I moved out to pursue streaming. So I'm like, you know what? If these people are doing it, I don't know if you remember Fast Food. There was someone called like Falcon Maya. I don't know. And they, they had like 100 oh, views. Boyfriend's girlfriend. <laughs> oh yeah, whatever. Sorry. Yeah, no, I remember that one. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. She has a uh, hundred views, and I guess she can do it. I can do it. So you know what? I'm, yeah. I like that attitude. If they can do it, I can. Yeah, it's interesting to see what like motives or the thought processes behind people's motives are. Mine but like, okay, what about desperation? As, as you get like bigger, like I, they mm. were probably your like breakthrough moments. But are there any bigger risks? Like, what do you consider a risk at maybe this level of? your career i haven't done it yet but i would say taking um deals for other platforms is a pretty big risk like if someone says you know take this youtube deal etc cetera, etc cetera, even though um a lot of people do it with success you honestly don't know if it's going to work for you 
Um, and we've seen places like Mixer, um, even though they did pay out the people that obviously, um, you know, went to Mixer, I think a huge risk is saying, yeah, I'll go to Mixer, you know, like, yeah, I'll go to YouTube because your community may not follow you, even though you think they will 100%. Sometimes they don't. And honestly, I don't want to name the, um, the streamers, but there are streamers that I have seen fail um, that have moved yeah. uh, over from Twitch to uh, – it was mainly Twitch to Mixer because Mixer didn't just get big names like everybody thinks they did. They actually did take some other streamers and it did not work for them at all. They yeah. went from, you know, 500 viewers to 1,000 viewers to 50, you know, and 50 is it, – it's hard to make – work as a job at 50 you know what i mean you can do it um but it's going to be difficult you know it's going to be real difficult yeah. yeah i don't know we don't really have any too many risks to make if you make a bad video you just you know, make another make another one, one. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah for sure with the kind of like sponsorships you pick up and take on yeah even if you do a bad sponsor i think people forget about it pretty quickly honestly like if you do a little thing where you know you do an ad that people don't like um or you do like an appearance that people don't like I think people know and they forget quite quickly, you know, it's like, I'd say it's like a two week span. I mean, we've had YouTubers and streamers literally say the stupidest things in the entire world and people forget in like two weeks. And then somebody else has said something stupid or done something and it's, um, and it's over. So I'd say even with streaming, um, and YouTubing, there's not as much risk as putting all your time in for this one tournament or two tournament on the two tournaments on the weekend um, cause it's almost like that's on your official record, right? It's almost like that defines you. A sponsorship yeah. stream does not define you, you know, yeah. and of one video never defines you. Um, there's been, you know, and I don't mean to, um, uh, call him out here, but it's like, you know, when Lachlan's channel wasn't doing too well, you know, you could say, oh, you know, like, oh, he's gone, you know, he's out. Fortnite comes along. Lachlan's one of the biggest names in, in gaming, you know, it's like. So there's always a chance, big time, to come back, big time. Yeah. So when are you coming back to Australia? <laughs> <laughs> the real reason we brought you on here. I'm like, let's ask her some questions about gaming and these things. And I'm like, Rudy, ask her the question. <laughs> it crosses my mind, like, frequently, actually, that, like, I honestly start a team in OC and she'll manage them here. <laughs> it does cross my mind more and more often that I'm like, yeah, I, w I want to go back, but it's just like, at what point do I throw the towel in kind of thing? Because it's like, if I do come back, I kind of just want to have, I want to be able to buy a place and have a dog. That's like my biggest life goals right now. Kind of, that That's it. That's all I want. But it's also really scary to be like, well, I might actually, if I, if I like give up, if I put these things aside or I lower my bar here and here every now and then, like there and stuff like that, then yeah, I could actually be really close to doing that if it all works out. And then it's just like, but like if I just stick it out one more year, then I'll have this much more. Yeah. To yeah. Put and un unless it's like something else comes, comes to like meet the bar of like what I have over here. It's like, it's kind of tough to put a, like I'm definitely coming back back kind of thing other than like holidays and like that my visa's up in november but i don't know if i'll have to go back to australia this time to do that i'm buying a house fast you buy your house close to my house <laughs> That's good. Wait, buy it. melbourne 
<laughs> yeah, can't tell you where. I can't tell you where because <laughs> can't dox myself. But yeah, I have no idea how live. that goes. I think that's my biggest hiccup right now is I don't know how you buy a house because I've never I didn't, didn't need to get a credit card until I moved to America. So I, I don't even know if I have a credit score in Australia, and I'm fairly sure you need that. To you get, like, don't need a credit score in Australia. You don't need a credit score. Yeah, you, you need a well, loan you approval. Get, is what you, you got the money? You take the loan. Yeah. You need a loan <laughs> approval, <laughs> and then and then you just buy the house. <laughs> well, then why haven't you bought a house, Cray? Then if it's so easy. I'm crazy. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. Because of COVID, is why, right? right. Hmm. Not sure, but like it's also the thing right now is like if I leave America, I don't know if they let me back in. And then what happens to my job True. if I can't get back in? True. So there are some obstacles. I do see your point. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That, it's like, it's always tough coming back to Australia because it's like, it's temporary, but I also don't have anywhere to stay really. And it's like, how many people do I bug? <laughs> can, can I stay? And I don't know how long. And it's like, oh, <laughs> a bit daunting. When are you guys coming to America? Never. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like we, next time we go to America, it's probably 2025 or something like that. I think yesterday they were like 2024 is the vaccine. Yep, I saw that. So, Which you is know. fucking terrifying. Yeah, so no trips to America. No conventions in America for a little while. I'll be avoiding that. If TwitchCon comes out within the next year, would you go? I'd go to TwitchCon. Probably. Oh, yeah, not. not in America, probably. No, not in America, in no. In Europe, yeah. Why are there talks of America going to... Oh, no, I go to Europe. Europe, anywhere I was actually, else? Europe, TwitchCon Europe was my most excited thing that I was looking forward to. I That's same. I was so excited. <laughs> it was, I, was, oh, I hadn't been excited something for in such a long time. I was so bummed. Let's all go to New Zealand together. Wait, how are you guys going? Aren't you guys into a next wave of... I don't actually have no idea. <laughs> I ain't yeah. thinking about travel for a long time to be honest with you, but let's go to New Zealand. We'll go see Lord of the Rings. I think that's a good time to. Is that all? Yeah, I think that's a good. Yeah. I think that's a good spot. Yeah. That went well, thank quick. you, Fasfi. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. No, thank you. It was really good talking to you. Thank you for opening up about pro players. Thank you. Yeah, it's very an nice. endless abyss. So <laughs> that's really the surface. <laughs> an endless <laughs> abyss. Wow. Well, for a, mm. a lonely manager out there, yeah, managers probably feel pretty lonely. Okay, you want to read these comments? Oh, there's comments? Yeah, we forget to read them. We forgot to read them like two weeks in a row. Oh, God, hang on. Let me go uh, click here. I'll read the first one. <laughs> so this is iTunes okay, comments. Uh, you, you do it. This happens all the time. Bye, Threat3579. This podcast is amazing, but I'm wondering if people will make fanfics of your D&D characters. You should read fanfics in a podcast. Please don't put me in a fanfic. We should. We could do Good a fanfic Lord. reading podcast. You want that? Donkey. <laughs> Oh. 